Hey there, firm owners. I'm Ryan Lozanis, and you're listening to the Future Firm Accounting Podcast, the place where you get one actionable lesson each episode to help you quickly scale a systematic firm that drastically improves your lifestyle. As you might know by now, much of the content I produce has the goal of helping you build a business that gives you the lifestyle that most of us are seeking. One that allows you to work less hours, spend more time with your family, spend more time on vacation, and create a business model that has the opportunity to smoothly and systematically scale to the levels you'd like. You might just be starting your accounting firm and you're not sure how to grow your business without driving yourself into the ground, or you might already have a six or seven figure accounting firm on your hands where you're working more hours than you'd currently like. Either way, today I'll be sharing a seven step pathway that you can follow step by step to help you significantly reduce your workload. These steps follow a logical sequence of where you should first focus your efforts, and once you have that step in place, then you should move to the next one. Each completed step will bring you significant time savings. The goal of each step will be to better systematize your business and or significantly shield your time from the areas that you should not be involved in. This is the next phase of how I'm starting to think about how firm owners can create a firm that finally gives them the freedom they've always seeked. So expect to see more content of this nature over the course of the year. Much of this content might already be things I've already spoken about in the past, but the power of this episode comes from the logical step-by-step order that everything is broken down into so that even if you're super busy, you'll be able to focus on the immediate next step without feeling overwhelmed. Without further ado, let's jump into the seven-step pathway to reducing your workload. Step one in the pathway to reduce your workload is to standardize your packages across your client base and ensure that you're charging appropriately for these services. This is important for twofold reasons, which I've discussed on many occasions, notably in episode 76 titled, Streamline Your Entire Firm with This Essential First Step. For one, building a systematic business model in the world of professional services is extremely difficult. This is largely due to the fact that most professional service providers do whatever the client wants in whatever fashion they want. This means that we are dealing with an unlimited number of variables that you and your team need to field coming from your clients. Systematization of your firm, which is the key to you and your team working less hours as the business will naturally run smoother, revolves around elimination of these variables. This all starts with systematization of your packages. When you standardize what you offer and put all of your clients on these standard packages, you eliminate many of the variables that clients send your way and you can more quickly get your clients into your routine service delivery processes. But beyond that, you'll need to make sure you're charging high enough prices for these standard packages. If not, you won't have adequate margin coming in to handle some of the other steps in this seven step pathway to reducing your workload. Most firms are significantly undercharging, which means they're unable to implement the right fixes to their business model to remove themselves from the operation, and then they just get dragged into a never-ending cycle of busyness. Once you have your packaging and pricing strategy in place, you'll set yourself with the right foundation to move to step two of the pathway, which has to do with developing at least one inbound marketing strategy. An inbound marketing strategy is where you engage in marketing that helps leads naturally come to you and not the other way around. The implication here is that we get a constant flow of leads coming our way and we don't have to hunt for our next client. 
Hunting for clients can be extremely time consuming, or you might get clients coming your way that simply aren't ideal for the packages you've set up in step one, which if accepted into your firm will defeat the purpose of implementing step one of this pathway in the first place. In this step of the pathway, I'll actually recommend that you just focus on one marketing strategy rather than multiple strategies if you have no functioning marketing at the moment. I won't dive into tactics in this episode, but an email marketing strategy is one of the easier and quicker strategies to ramp up and double down on. Once you have leads coming through the door in a more passive manner, step three of your pathway is to implement capacity planning reporting. The goal of capacity planning is to forecast your time requirements across your clients to see when and who it's time to hire on your team. I speak about the importance of capacity planning in episode 51 if you want to hear more about it, but the gist of it is engaging and forecasting to see when the firm as a whole or when individuals on the team are expected to be overloaded months in advance of it actually taking place. Yes, it's great to systematize your firm so that you can scale it, but if your goal is to work less hours and not become overwhelmed by your business, we have to engage in planning tactics to avoid this from taking place and capacity planning is that such exercise. Now that you have your capacity figured out, you'll need to start shielding your time better so that you're not the bottleneck of your business spreading yourself across all business functions. Most firm owners don't want to be involved in the nitty gritty details of each and every one of their clients. They don't want to be handling client reviews, nor do they want to be handling all client complaints or issues that arise. All these emails and calls can be very time consuming as the business ramps up. So what I'm suggesting here is to hire a head of customer success as step four of your pathway to reducing your hours. This should be an experienced individual who can handle the client on all matters. They are customer service oriented, they have the technical skills to be able to review files, and they can output some of the more complex work. The implication is that you are now shielded from just about all client related matters so that you could focus on other areas of the business. With this kind of role installed on your team, you'll now have more clients coming through the door. So step five is about ensuring that your business doesn't grow into a huge mess by hiring a director of operations for your business. I spoke specifically about the importance of this role in episode 81 of the podcast, so I won't repeat everything here, but the idea is to hire someone that can handle the areas of the business that most firm owners find least enjoyable, which is managing people and implementing processes. With a head of customer success installed to manage clients and a director of operations installed to manage your people and processes, you should now be working significantly less in your business and find much greater enjoyment from it. Step six in your pathway to reducing your workload is about standardizing all processes in your business. And I'm not suggesting that you personally do this as your director of ops should be heading this, but ultimately some feedback on your part may be required. Standardization of processes is normally the one thing that most firm owners jump to first when it comes to reducing hours in their business. But here, without some of the other elements in place first, more likely standardization of your processes won't actually have a significant impact. I've seen it far too often. Other items in this pathway should come first. And then the last step in your pathway to reducing your workload is to implement a strategic plan and stick to it. Now you might find it funny that I'm listing this as the last step in this pathway and truthfully, it might even be the first step. 
But what I've learned over the years of coaching hundreds of firms is that when people are exceptionally busy, the last thing that they want to do is work on a strategic plan. They are overwhelmed and they are looking to make quick traction in their business. What I've done is bypass the strategic planning process in this pathway to bring you the seven steps to follow in sequential order for very busy firm owners that will work for 99% of the firms out there to help them significantly systematize their business while concurrently significantly reducing the time they spend in their business. Once the headroom has been created, then we can focus on strategy and work on an effective strategic plan to further hone the direction of the business. And in fact, I view your strategic plan as probably the largest time saver on this entire list. I talk about this in episode 61 titled the number one process to save you time because what a strategic plan does is create focus in your business. It creates a roadmap from where you are now to specifically where you want to be and it sets your priorities so that you're not wasting time on shiny objects. In fact, I call your strategic plan a roadmap because that's exactly what it is. Now, if you're looking for help to quickly implement this pathway or to get specific help on any of the steps in this pathway, you want to check out our online coaching program, Future Firm Accelerate. Not only will you get self-paced online training in all of these areas, but you'll also get access to a community of 750 plus like-minded firm owners that you can collaborate with along with coaching from myself whenever you get stuck. For more info, head on over to www.futurefirmaccelerate.com. So that's all for today. Hopefully you found today's episode helpful and I'll catch you in the next one. Take care.